What up, what up, what up? Crazy. Whew. Crazy week two. We barely got out alive. <laughs> Let me tell you. I was looking at everybody's posts and talking to some of my buddies. And really, really rough week two. I mean, kind of to be expected. We had a hot start, 10-6 and six week one. Uh, we went 9-7 and seven with the picks this week. So, I mean, can't complain. Still above our mark of that 60% that we want, um, or at least right around it. So, really can't complain. Could have been an amazing week. We had some blown comebacks that, like, really went against us. The Ravens, the Raiders, the Panthers couldn't pull through. Like, some picks that were really close that could have gone our favor and made this an outstanding week. Nonetheless, we'll count it as a win. Don't feel great about it. We'll do a quick recap here because, like I always said, weeks one and two are really hard, especially... But it really tells us a lot, you know, about the teams moving forward and can really set us up for success in the next couple of weeks. So, you know, not the most ideal week, but still really excited, you know, for the promise that it brings. Um, So we'll do a quick recap here. Uh, Thursday night, Chargers Chiefs, shout out Justin Herbert for literally not being able to play, but staying in and making one of the most clutch throws injured I've ever seen on basically that touchdown throw. Um, I mean, not really, but like 50 yards, or at least it felt like it on the gun on the money after literally not being able to complete like a four yard pass to play before hand in the receiver's face comes down with it. Then they get all the way down to fourth down and then he throws a clutch pass in the back of the end zone for the backdoor cover. Whew. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Herbert. (laughs) Clutch charges cover. Patriots at Steelers. Very disappointed. Steelers almost covered. I think it was two and a half, and it ended up three. So really close loss there. That could have gone either way. Then Nelson Aguilar mossing the corner when the corner literally just could have knocked it down for the Patriots touchdown. That's what did him in right there. I mean, that should have been a Steelers win, let alone a Steelers cover. That that sucked. Giants-Panthers, 1916. I picked the Panthers basically in a pick them. Giants pulled it out, man. Battle of the field goals. Um, you know, I still like Carolina's value moving forward. They're going to be undervalued. Um, but I don't know about the Giants, man. I don't know what to think. They can't really score, but Danny Dimes isn't really turning it over like as much. He definitely is, but usually it's like three a game. (laughs) So we'll see who they have next week and we'll break it down. But nonetheless, another loss. Jets, Browns, shout out Jets. I mean, we knew they would play tough, but I didn't know they'd come back and win. They like came back late and backdoor covered and I was hyped. And then they came back and just won. So, I mean, shout out Jets for the cover there. A spicy team that should have some value moving forward. Jags-Colts nailed this one. I didn't think it'd be 24-zip. That's embarrassing, but nailed the Jags cover. A lot of value on the Jags in the early weeks. I've been telling you guys, get on it. Get on it. It's such a good team. It's a traditional like <laughs> fade team, or you only take them if they're like three, <laughs> like 15, 16, 17-point underdogs. They got a lot of value. Take them. They're a good team. And the Colts clearly overvalued, even more overvalued than I thought. Um, crazy. Dolphins, Ravens, really don't want to talk about it. I thought this was the cover of the century. Ravens blew them out first half, blew them out. And then literally a historic collapse, um, which really was disappointing. Lost some some stuff on there. But I think I saw a stat that teams up 21 or more in the fourth quarter before this game, they hadn't lost the last 711 games. So, like, that's just terrible luck. <laughs> terrible luck on what I thought was just an auto Ravens cover. Like, crazy, dude. Crazy. Um, 
Bucks Saints again, another game that could have gone either way. I had the Saints at what I think plus two and a half. I think I got them at plus three, so I was pretty confident that whole game. They always play them tough, and then they just ran out of gas, and then Jameis just started making mistakes. I'll tip my hat to the Bucks there. May have undervalued the Bucks a little bit. They still didn't look good. And then as soon as Lattimore got ejected, it was over. It was like he was their spark. He was their guy. He always shuts down Mike Evans and everybody else. As soon as he left, they just couldn't couldn't hold it together. Lions-Washington, a valiant comeback effort by Washington, but we nailed the Lions pick there, man. Like, Lions are just a better team than Washington. Their offense is better. Um, I was pretty confident in that one heading in. Niners Seahawks, again, doesn't really matter who's at quarterback. That was going to be a cover. But moving forward, hopefully the books don't readjust. I'm sure they will. But Niners will have more value with Jimmy G moving forward, 100%. Especially now that they can have him as part of the game plan from the get-go. They're a better team with Trey, or without Trey Lance. I hate to say it. I hope he has a speedy recovery. But exciting for me because you know I think the Niners will actually be a much better team. Hopefully still be undervalued, but I really doubt it. Falcons Rams. Falcons down 28 to 3, caught in just <laughs> the reverse <laughs> just paradigm of the Super Bowl. Almost pulled an epic comeback but nailed the cover there. Wasn't looking good early, but shout out Falcons for keeping the fight up. Cardinals Raiders just an embarrassing game. Really they the Cardinals just clutched it out on fourth down there and then the two-point conversion. The Raiders should have covered. Uh really disappointed they didn't. They were up 20-0. <laughs> like come on. Terrible, dude. Terrible. Uh, Texans, Broncos. Told you guys, Broncos are just overrated. They need a few weeks to figure it out. Texans are feisty, man. They're a feisty team. And if you're going to give them two scores, like you got to take that. You got to take that. So easy cover there. Uh, Bengals, Cowboys. Cowboys won outright. I'll give it to him. Cooper Rush like looks better than Dak. <laughs> he straight up, he just does. Um, nailed that cover. I didn't think they'd win, but... Too many points for a home dog in Jerry World. Uh, I hate the Cowboys, y'all know that, but had to take that bet. Bears Packers. I, I I'm disappointed in these last couple of games. Like Bears Pack, I should have seen this coming. Bears getting ten and a half. I thought that was an auto lock. And honestly, Justin Fields probably scored there on that on that last you know last kind of series on the goal line. It looked like the ball crossed, and that would have been a cover. So I really can't hate it. Um, but nonetheless, I should have expected a Packers bounce back, especially against the Bears. They own the Bears, especially on Sunday night. I should have expected that, but almost sneaked the cover anyways. Titans, Bills. Oh. All right. Bills, <laughs> I said I'm not <laughs> said I'm not taking large Bills spreads until they continue to prove it. Well, they proved it again. Not saying the Titans are a great team, but they're not bad. They're not bad. They made basically stopped Eric Henry. And then made Ryan Tannehill look like basically a JV quarterback. And they just cruised. They like weren't even trying, and they just cruised, man. Like Their defense is so good. Their offense is so good. They, I might be laying big numbers for the Bills moving forward, especially primetime. And then Eagles-Vikings, man. <laughs> what a game, man. What a game. Just fading Kirk Cousins. He's 2-10 on Monday Night Football. Jalen Hurts, I don't know if you guys are watching, he was phenomenal. Like basically a record-setting first half. And then the second half, he still looked good, but they really just pulled off the gas. And then I was worried there for a while, but the defense really stepped up. We were rushing four, like, the whole game. We, we barely blitzed. And we shut down. Shut down that high-powered Vikings offense. Shut them down. And 
I love it. Raker comes in for like two plays, punt returns, gets booed so loud. Fans are into it all the way up to the final minute. Oh man. Birds, man. Birds are I'm biased, but man, they might be the they might be the one seed in the NFC. And I say that, you know, with with bias, of course, but also analytically speaking, they have like they came into the season having like them and the Cowboys like the easiest schedule of the year. And clearly they're figuring it out. If they can run an RPO and then do the little, you know, RPOs to Goddard on the, on the rollouts, you know, and, and hitting wide open receivers and not relying on A.J. Brown. Like, they just hit so many open guys last night. Devonta Smith looked good. Their defense flying around at all levels. They look like a really hard team to beat. I'm not saying they're going to be Super Bowl, you know, locks for the NFC, but they match up well against the other NFC teams. The Rams look a little down. Who knows how the Niners will turn out. The Bucks look like they're struggling, man. It looks like the Eagles are better than the Bucks, or anybody in that division or their division. And the North, I mean, they just smacked the Vikings. And so, I mean, I think they're, you know, they're going to be one of the top seeds in the NFC, if not the first seed. So really pleased by that game with, you know, as a fan, but also analytically, I worry a little bit that they'll be too heavily favored these next couple of weeks and have some trap games, especially they got the Jags in there, the Cardinals, Cowboys in week six, like some trap games for sure, but really excited as a fan, like crazy cool stuff. Anybody that's an Eagles fan or lives in Philly knows how much that means to the city, like truly one of the best sports cities. I know they get a lot of crap, but literally the Eagles run their daily lives. Everybody knows the fight song. Everybody loves the Eagles. Everybody talks about the Eagles. When this city's winning, or sorry, when the, when the team's winning, the city is just different. I was there for that first year, uh, or my sorry, my first year of, of medical school, and they had that Cinderella run and won the Super Bowl. The city was just different all year long, just all year long. It it's, it makes such a difference for the city, and I, I'm just so happy for the city and, and the fans, and we're back, baby. We're back. So really, really interesting week two. Looking forward to week three. We'll get right into the predictions. It is only Tuesday as of recording this, so lines are going to move big time. Um, a lot of money still to come in. Not that many bets on the board. Um, honestly, looking over these picks, there's a lot of close ones. <laughs> um, it's it's tough. Not a lot of pro money in yet, so it's kind of hard to tell. Um, so these picks, I will probably change some, but you know, come kickoff. But still, pretty cool stuff. Um, Thursday night game opening up. Uh, let's see who's on. I think it's AFC. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Steelers Browns uh, opened up at plus two and a half for the Steelers going to Cleveland on Thursday night. Pretty epic primetime rivalry games. Remember the helmet game. Some good stuff. Good rivalry has gone all the way in the Browns' favor to four and a half. But seventy-six percent of the bets on the Steelers with seventy-three percent of the money. So basically even. Um, slight advantage on the money to the Browns as far as pro money, but I, which is makes sense is why the line moved in the first place. But I don't know, man. First reaction, I always fade the Browns. I know they had a bad week, so you want to kind of take them the next week. That's you know usually a nice thing to look at. But oh man, I mean the Steelers just looked bad against the Patriots. They really did. Um, but I think the Steelers, what they can do even without Watt is I think they will be able to limit the rushing attack from the Browns, which is huge. It's just, I don't know if the Steelers' offense can get it going, right? The under might be the play here. I don't even know what that is off the top of my head, but uh, the under the under is probably the play here. But 
First glance, I'm sure this line will move, but first glance, I like the Steelers plus four and a half. It's a divisional matchup, traditionally close, prime time, traditionally close, or at least, you know, under in scoring, um, other than the Bills. But four and a half, I think, is just too many points. I like you get the field goal plus some. Um, so we'll see where the money comes in. I imagine the Browns may get a little bit more and then, you know, people will come in heavy on the Steelers and move that line back closer to a field goal. Um, but I like the Steelers straight up, um, you know, in that first one. Uh, Ravens, Pats, uh, opened at Pickham. Pretty crazy. And the Ravens, of course, got hammered. Um, minus three, 90% of the bets on the Ravens. 78% of the money, so some pro money on the Patriots, which makes sense. They're a very pro-favorite team. And I don't know. Disappointing loss for the Ravens. But minus three, dude. Obviously, you'd like to get this under a field goal. I don't think you will in most books. Um, I know the public's heavy on the Ravens here. I still like the Ravens in this spot over a field goal. I know they let us down. Um, these are both run-centric teams. It should be a close game which is why there's people coming in on the Pats. Um, I'm just, I'm still not sold. I think the Steelers more so lost that game, and I think the Ravens are looking to come out, and I think the Ravens will will probably smack them, honestly. Um, I've been wrong before, and I'm, I'm a fool for, you know, thinking the Ravens are that good, and especially after that blown comeback, but the Patriots don't have the firepower of the Dolphins. They're not capable of a comeback like that. I think the Ravens come out, they're, both teams will try to control the control the ground game i think the ravens come out i think lamar jackson has a big day and i think they win so i'll take the ravens three for sure um colts chiefs opened originally at two and a half for the chiefs on the road at the colts now it's up to minus six and a half i don't know if it gets to seven it probably will um god i mean underdog plus seven at home plus six and a half at home 69 percent of the bets on the Chiefs with 62 percent of the money so slight pro money on the Colts oh this is one of those I'm gonna have to look at again before kickoff if it's under a touchdown I'm taking the Chiefs I I really wanted to take the Colts this week because they've looked like garbage they really have but if you're gonna give me under a touchdown with the Chiefs man they look unstoppable I don't think the Colts can stop them dude they couldn't stop the Jags like I I just I'm taking the Chiefs you know, you know. Now, if this number gets above a touchdown, I may have to reconsider. But any six and a half or lower, I'm taking the Chiefs. I just have to. Uh, let's see. Lions Vikings, tough divisional matchup here. Um, opened at minus six and a half is down to minus six. So definitely some money on the Lions there. Sixty-eight uh, percent of the bets on the Lions uh, with sixty-four percent of the money. So pretty close to even. Like I said, this is tough this week. A lot of pros still haven't come in. They come in midweek. So these are definitely subject to change. Um, I mean, plus six. The Vikings will bounce back for sure. This this might be an overplay, dude. The Vikings defense did not look good against the Eagles. Lots of wide open receivers. The Lions offense is very high powered and tore apart that Eagles defense just a week before. Um, I got to take the plus six in a divisional matchup. Uh, if they're going to give me that many points, I have to check the over, but the over sounds really good in this game too. But it is Kirk Cousins in a home 1 o'clock game. So we know how that goes for Kirk. So I, I want to sit on this number a little bit, see how it goes. Um, but right now, Inkling is Lions. We'll see where the pro money's at. I imagine the Vikings get some more love. Um, and it pushes closer back to 6.5, 7. Um, probably will never get that 7, though. Uh, Saints-Panthers opened up at minus 1 Saints on the road. Um, now up to, looks like minus 2.5. Um, 
58% of the bets on the Dog Panthers and 69% of the money, so some pro money on the Dog Panthers. Um, it's tough. I mean, Jameis is hurt. Their offense looked bad against the Panthers, right? Um, Panthers have been bad as well. <laughs> um, first inkling, if I'm getting under a field goal, I'm taking the Saints. If I can get two and a half or lower, I'm taking the Saints. I think the Saints bounce back. I really wanted to bet Carolina in this spot, um, but unless it gets, you know, they get some more points, I got to roll with the Saints. Um, as long as Jameis is still able to play, I think their offense has a much better day against Carolina, and I do not see Baker having success against that Saints defense. I really don't, especially if Lattimore's not suspended. I don't think he will be. I got the Saints here uh, in a bounce back. Texans-Bears, this is a tough one, man. Whew. Uh, it's at plus three is what I have on FanDuel. Um, Texans, underdogs on the road at the home Bears. Um 43, only 43% of the bets on the Texans, but 84% of the money. That's a crap load of pro money on the Texans. Um, Bears, this is a tough one. This is basically a pick em for me. Um, I'd love to pick the Bears in a bounce back. I would at home especially, but giving me a field goal for the Texans, you know, pro money on it, I got to take the Texans at least early. We'll see how this moves, um, but I got to take the Texans early. Eagles. Commanders, ugh, started at a pick'em originally. I know, right? Uh, a while back, um, Eagles all the way up to minus six and a half on the road. Division matchup: fifty-one percent of the bets with sixty-eight percent of the money. Some pro money on the Eagles. I mean, this is a trap, but God, another really hard game to pick. The Eagles looked amazing, right? The Commanders, slow starting team, but can put up some points. Um, it is Carson. I, I think the Eagles do cover. I, I'd probably take the six and a half. If it's under a touchdown, I'll take it. Um, hopefully the Eagles don't have it. You know, they're all hyped up for Monday Night Football, the Vikings, lots of shit talking, um, Rager, Jefferson, all that stuff. Um, so I think they came out and they wanted to prove something. So I get, I'm worried they come out flat-footed. But teams just can't run the ball against the Eagles. Jordan Davis is barely even playing, but they have such a good D-line. Linebacker plays better, pass rush is better, corner, you know, um, Chase Young still banged up, uh, secondary's firing all cylinders, I, I suspect them to force a bunch of Wentz turnovers, and I, I don't know if they can stop Jalen Hurts in the dual threat offense, so I gotta take the Eagles here six and a half, um, with some bias, of course. Bills Dolphins, oh god, another tough game, three and a half, it opened at the Bills, favorite on the road. Now up to minus 5.5 for the Bills. 71% of the bets with 82% of the money. Bills look dominant, man. I, I just have to go with the Bills. <laughs> like The Dolphins' home underdog, especially after last week, is enticing. But I just I can't go against the Bills, man. I just can't. Like Every time, <laughs> I'm just terrible. I fade the Bills every time and get smacked. Like It's not even close. I'm just going to roll with them this week and see what happens um, until they prove me wrong in the opposite direction this time. But my, if it's under... Five, if it's five and a half or under, I feel like you got to take the Bills here, especially with some early pro money. Um, but I imagine some people will come in on the Dolphins. They look good. If the Dolphins are clicking, you know, they look good. I just think the Bills are a better team than the Ravens, and the Bills are just clicking on all cylinders, and they're really going to have to run into a buzzsaw of a team to, to lose. I mean, this, we're looking at a 13, maybe 14 win football team in the Bills, and I just don't see them losing to the Dolphins, especially the Dolphins coming off an emotional win. And the Bills just were in control of that game from the very start. Um, so I'm going Bills. Um, Bengals, Jets. Bengals, oh, this is tough, man. Minus five. 
uh, at the Jets. That is such a close number. It's it's down to minus four and a half. So some money coming in on the Jets, but 87% of the bets on the Bengals and 92% of the money. So everyone all over the Bengals. And you just got to think the Bengals are due for a bounce back. They're just due. And the Jets, you know, have have been pretty good. But I think I got to lean Bengals four and a half here. I think the Bengals are due for a bounce back. And I think this is a good week to have it. I'm rolling them anything under a touchdown, I think. Um, honestly, we'll see how the number moves. But I like the Bengals here. Hopefully, you know, some of the pros are in on this as well. It looks like they are to start. But definitely a huge public pick here. <laughs> Uh, with the Bengals, but I think they're due for a bounce back. I mean, they can't go out in three. Come on. Against the Jets, there's no way. Um, I feel more confident they'll cover than the Jets will cover this week, especially since we've gotten some luck with the Jets early on. Um, Raiders-Titans opened at minus one Titans. Now is at minus two Raiders um, on the road at the Titans. 51% of the bets on the Raiders with only 45% of the money, so it tells you some money's on the Titans. God, this is a tough game, dude. This is a tough, tough game. The Titans have looked like dog crap, but home dog, mm, you can't hate that. Uh, but Raiders also do for a bounce back. I kind of, I got to take the Raiders under a field goal here. I got to take the minus two Raiders. I just, I think they're a better team than they've been playing. Their offense is capable. Devontae Adams really didn't do anything in this last game. I think the Cardinals right now are a better team than the Titans. Uh, the Titans really have only shown that if they can't get Derrick Henry going, you know, they can't really win. And maybe they do run all over the Raiders, but Raiders have a pretty good defense. Um, I know they melted down a little bit, but they played the Chargers tough, and they played the Cardinals tough most of that game. But the Cardinals have Kyler Murray. He's capable of comebacks, right? I don't think Tannehill's capable of a comeback. So the Titans might get out in front and just coast. That's very possible, but I have more confidence in the Raiders' offense to come back if they're down or, you know, to win this game. So I'm going Raiders minus two. Oh, Jags chargers opened up at minus 10 chargers. Now it's down to plus seven, 46% of the bets on the Jags with 85% of the money, tons of pro money on the Jags. God, <laughs> I thought the games would get easier, man. I thought the games would get easier. They're getting tougher. It feels like Jags plus seven, man. They're due for a flop. They're really due for a flop. Um, but I want to take him over a touchdown. If I can get like that seven and a half, especially, I'll take him. I don't see this number getting under a touchdown. I might eat my words on this one, but I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll Jags, especially with Justin Herbert banged up. He should be good to go, but um, who knows how Keenan Allen is? Uh, I'm gonna take the Jags in this one, uh, plus seven. Hopefully, get the half as well. Packers Bucks opened at minus three and a half. Bucks is now minus two and a half. Packers plus two and a half. Obviously. 60% of the bets on the Packers with 86% of the money. Lots of early pro money on the Packers. Oh, man, this is tough. I think the Bucks are are in a, you know, a tough situation here. They are at home. Packers coming off a dominating win against a team they always dominate. Um, this is basically a pick em game. So if I'm going to get points with the Packers, I'll take the Packers. Um, I think the Packers are going to, you know, have probably a double-digit win season. I don't know if it's always going to be pretty, but... If, if they can run the ball, I mean, the Bucks' offense has struggled, and the Packers' defense is pretty good. Uh, I'm going to go Packers here, as long as they're the underdogs. Falcons-Seahawks opened up 3.5 for the Seahawks, favored. Now is um, minus 2, so some money on the Falcons. 55% of the bets on the Falcons with 90% of the money. Again, sharp money, 
But so many bets to come in, so these lines could change big time. Falcons at Seahawks. I got the Falcons as long as they're underdogs. This is a pick em game for me. I got the Falcons as underdogs here at plus two. Probably take them outright as well. They are in Seattle, which is tough. Um, I think their offense, you know, has been solid. But, you know, the, the Seahawks have just... I just think they really got up for that Russell game. And I just don't... You know, I think they, they are up for this home game a little bit. But I think the Falcons really want to win. 0-2. <laughs> I, I think the Falcons are due for a win here. Um, and I just don't think the Seahawks are a very good team. Rams Cardinals opened at minus two Rams has bumped all the way up to minus three and a half Rams with 54% of the bets on the Cardinals and 81% of the money, right? So the more money on the Cardinals, but the line keeps shifting. Um, well, no, the, I mean, these opened a while ago. It's, it's tough to tell, but plus three and a half at home Cardinals coming off an emotional win. The Rams look a little down, almost let the Falcons sneak back in. This is a really tough spot. If, if you're going to get, I, I really think the Rams win this game, but if you're going to get three and a half for a home divisional dog, you have to take the three and a half. So I got to bet Cardinals here, try not to get emotional or what I think about the teams. Um, but this is just statistically, you have to take this number. Home dog, divisional, plus three and a half. Kyler always keeps you in it. Traditionally, the Rams are just dominant of the Cardinals. Um, so that may happen. <laughs> but you got to take the Cardinals, especially before Call of Duty comes out for Kyler. You got to take the Cardinals. Um, Niners Broncos minus one. Uh, Niners are favored on the road. Um, eighty-four percent of the bets and ninety-five percent of the money on the Niners. And Broncos at home dog. Oh, man, Broncos have looked bad. Uh, I thought this number. I thought the Broncos would be favored, honestly. And I was gonna love this Niners pick. It makes me a little bit more weary now that it's all the way at minus one. Um, I'm still gonna take the Niners. I think the Niners are a better football team. I think the Broncos aren't gonna be that good. I think. You know, they just need time to figure it out. And I think the Niners will win this game with Jimmy G. I feel better. If this was the same line with the Broncos, I'd probably take the Broncos if it was Trey Lance, which is why it moved for sure. But I got to take the Niners here. Sunday night football. Um, Last game of the week, Cowboys-Giants. Really interesting one. Uh, Cowboys plus two and a half, or, you know, Giants favored. Uh, 75% of the bet on the Cowboys with... 66% 66% of the money, so some slight pro money on the Giants here. Um, Cowboys emotional win, backup quarterback. Giants have squeaked out some wins. Um, it's, you know, I don't feel too strongly either way. I think I just got to take the number for the Cowboys, especially if it gets over a field goal. I got to take the plus two and a half Dallas. They look pretty good with Cooper Rush. Um, they should be able to run the ball against the Giants a little bit, and they should have success passing, and the Giants just don't find the end zone. Um, Cowboys have a really, really good pass rush. Micah Parsons looks like Lawrence Taylor. All right, are you watching these games? Penn State was an animal, but he's like even better in the pros. He gets double, triple teams, still puts pressure, still gets sacks. He is so good, and I just don't think the Giants O-line or Danny Dimes is ready for that. I think he may individually win the Cowboys this game. So just to recap, the early lines, uh, I like Cowboys plus 2.5, Niners minus 1 at the Broncos. Cardinals plus three and a half at home against the Rams. Falcons plus two on the road at Seattle. Packers plus two and a half um, on the road at Tampa. Begrudgingly, Jags plus seven on the road at the Chargers. Raiders minus two on the road at the Titans. Bengals minus four and a half on the road at the Jets. Bills minus five and a half on the road at the Dolphins. Eagles minus six and a half on the road at Washington. Gosh, I have a lot of large favorites on the road. That's never good. Um, Texans plus three on the road at the Bears. 
Saints minus two and a half on the road of the Panthers. Lions plus six on the road. God, they're every road team. Um, that's not good. Uh, plus six uh, on the road against the Vikings. Chiefs minus six and a half on the road at the Colts. Ravens minus three on the road at the Patriots. And Steelers on the road plus. Did I just take all the road teams? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I took nearly every road team <laughs> except for the Cardinals. Uh, you know, I definitely not the final pick for the week, but what I like at the numbers so far, we'll see how they move in the next couple of days when the pros come in, you know, today, tomorrow, Thursday. Um, but that's what I got to start the week guys. Hopefully a better week. I mean, we're 10 and six first week, nine and seven this week. I don't want to keep going that direction. Um, overall, I mean, pretty solid 19 and 13, right around that 60% clip. I mean, that's right where we want to be. You know, not that we're moving enough money to make a living, obviously. That's not the point. But, uh, you know, if we give me a 60% for the year, that's a win. Man, that's like pros. You're going for like 57%. I mean, 60% is good. I'll take 60 and above. So hopefully this week we have some some luck. I don't like all the road favorites. <laughs> all the road favorites I took or the road teams that I took. God. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if I change some of those. But for right now, the numbers are telling me that's the pick. Um, but then again, lots of money to come in. So those are subject to change. Hope you guys had some better luck than I did week two. You know, if you're trailing my picks, good luck. Um, going for 60% and over, uh, you know, everybody out there, spread the love, spread the joy, trust the doc sports podcast. All right. Till next time, everybody. Peace.